Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Hey, and welcome to the 27th? 24th episode of Great News. You got the 20 part, right? With Kevin and Mike. Hey, hey. <clears throat> Let me give you a little intro. Uh, any requests? <laughs> <laughs> Have a hair? Hairband? Hairband. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> No. You guys ready to rock? No, let's not do I that. I see you in the front row. Yeah, I'll meet you in the meet you in the backstage area. Uh huh. You need a you need a little guest pass. I'll send my roadie down there. It's got a picture of a dick on it. You know they Def Leppard really did that. Um, no, I did not know. They that. had special uh, backstage passes made I, up. I did that not know that. Had a little wiener on them, and they were special for the girls. And they were instructed. The roadies were instructed to go down to the and give them the. It was a different time. You were so jealous. Intro, intro, songs about the beginning, bro. Hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Get Mike here to give you great news. <clears throat> Let's start with a guy in uh, North Hollywood who is 90 years old. All right. Now, I don't know. Do you know 90-year-old people? Uh, my grandma. Does she use the internet? No. I would guess. No. I would guess. <laughs> no. no. I, I, I'm being dead serious here. I'm not sure my grandma knows what the internet is. No, I, I understand that. Yeah. Because she lived most of her life without it. Yeah, and then when it and then by the time she was around for the internet, she yeah. was already eighty, er, or, early two thousands. Yeah. yeah, she was already yeah. So that's uh, this ninety year old lives in North Hollywood, and we're here in Southern California. And he was very angry that his internet was slow. By the way, and I know the Ace Man uh, who grew up in North Hollywood, I believe, Adam, Adam Carolla, Carolla, yeah, has pointed this out many times. But it's so true. Not north of Hollywood. Like it's, it is North of it, but it's not like just North of, there's no. like 11 cities in between Hollywood and North Hollywood. No, that's weird. It's thank you. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. That's weird. So the guy complained and complained and he had AT&T at the time. So the old man decided I'm going to take out two full page ads in the wall street journal. Okay. <laughs> that's such an old man. And thing to browbeat. AT&T into giving him better service. I, I'm okay. I'm in. This is awesome. Fantastic. Tell me more. Here's the story. A 90-year-old North Hollywood man was so irked by slow internet at his home, he took out two newspaper ads to shame the CEO of AT&T into fixing it, and it worked. Aaron Epstein paid $10,000 for the ads to run in the Wall Street Journal, grand. accusing AT&T of shortchanging residents who need fast internet service. And a day later, servicemen showed up at Epstein's door to fix the issue. At noontime, I'm eating my lunch. The front doorbell rings. There's two men in AT&T uniforms with wearing boots that you climb poles in, saying, we're here to install the fiber optics line behind your house. And I thought, well, bingo. <laughs> his delay, less than a week later, Epstein's home now has a AT&T fiber service with blazing fast internet speeds. AT&T was just as happy about the end result, saying in a statement, quote, Earlier this week, we completed our planned expansion of AT&T fiber in this customer's neighborhood, and we are pleased to provide him with the upgrade he wanted. Yeah. yeah. Um, listen, <laughs> here's what bugs me. AT&T says we completed our planned upgrade of his neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So it was a complete coincidence. It had nothing to do with the 
ten thousand dollar ads. You're, in Wall you're, I'm so glad you brought that up. I listen, celebrities, politicians, giant corporations. You make things exponentially worse by bullshitting. Agreed. You. It would have been honestly a good thing for you if you said, "I'm glad our customer." raised awareness around some flaw in our business because we want to do good business and we're going to make it up to you. Here we go. <laughs> but you make it, ex- no, you weren't but planning if you're this woman and you're, and you're working for AT&T. That wasn't a planned upgrade. No, that's no, BS. no, it was not. Okay. And uh, it, uh, uh, it makes me so, I, I, but don't you love the 90 year old man? Yes. Who's had it. I want to hang with him. And puts ads in the Wall Street Journal, which is not in Southern California. You know what I mean? It's like, that's crazy. Oh, no, no, no. And, and he was wise because even though clearly he's internet savvy, I mean, he wanted his fiber optics. He's sharper than I, I am um, right now. Oh, both of us. Um, <laughs> he realized he probably has, what, 80 Instagram or Twitter followers if he has a Twitter account. He has, his reach on Facebook is null. He couldn't write a blog that would get to anyone. Yeah, true. If I go to a national, international newspaper... They will know yeah. and they will answer. 10 grand he spent. 10 grand. 10 grand. Yeah. Woo. Good for him. But they did complete their planned expansion. Planned. Um, this is a unbelievable story. And um, uh, at DJS121 had tweeted me about it earlier this month because e, uh, ESPN did an E60 documentary series about this a player in the major leagues named Drew Robinson. He, he had a, a rather lengthy career. He was never an all-star, but he, he was a good utility man for a long time uh, with the Rangers and I believe uh, the Cardinals, but uh, definitely with the Rangers for a long period of time. Um, but he, he's a remarkable human being who has, a, honestly, a remarkable story to tell. Um, here, here's the trailer for the E60. 911 emergency. I thought that I had to live up to this impossible level of perfection. Tell me exactly what happened. Drew Robinson with his first big league hit and make it a home run. I just remember the feeling of being on top of the world. How long did it last? Until the next day when I got sent down. I didn't handle the struggles of baseball very well. He did not want anyone to know. I'll never be happy in this world. Is there any serious bleeding? How can this be happening? What happened? Are we trying to survive this? Do you want to play baseball again? Absolutely. He got so lucky, he's still alive. I'm supposed to help people get through something that they don't think is winnable. He tried to commit suicide? Drew Robinson was crippled by depression for his whole life. Um, His wife... Uh, had to watch him be just so despondent so often, and he did not want to come forward with it because, uh, like most people in this country, especially men, especially men in a masculine field, even identifying despondency is looked at as weakness, let alone talking about it. So uh, after living the ups and downs of being a professional baseball player, of not succeeding, succeeding, getting sent down to the minors, get brought back up, he decided it was time to end his life and last year put a gun in his mouth and pulled the trigger and lived. 
Did he miss? He, I guess that's it, crazy. It went through, you know, when he did the typical kind of suicide thing, not to be too grim, put it and it went through his, it blasted his eye out and came out the other side. Wow. So he lives. So you would think the rest of his life would just be looked at as like, wow, you're lucky to be alive. Let me put the pieces back together. He not only is committed to making it again in major leagues, he's currently playing and has been signed by, unfortunately, the San Francisco Giants. Um, <laughs> the, re- the real tragedy in the story is not the suicide and depression. It's that he has to be a giant. Um, <laughs> um, but no, all kidding aside, and he is using his platform to not only advance as a baseball player and, and to build his career, but to show, to raise awareness for mental health. And if you watch this documentary, I honestly, I can't even uh, talk about it without getting choked up. He, the way that he approaches um, talking about the beauty of life and how easy it is to misunderstand how, just how special and crucial um, uh, existence is and to overlook what is great about it for to filter out and just focus on the negative. And uh, he talked to you talk to some of his teammates who he will kind of mentor in the field of mental health. And it's 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 unbelievably remarkable. It's 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 truly life changing. And wow. I thought that this was a definitely something to highlight here on Great News. And I it's encourage sort of everyone. It's strange in that there are a lot of different places and pockets where people are talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. And then there are pockets, like I assume most professional sports teams, where it's not a pocket where that many people are talking about. I, look, I know it's, it rubs people the wrong way to talk about like gender-specific stuff, and I get that. But let's not kid ourselves, because the stakes are too high to avoid the, the realities of it. Typically, historically very masculine lines of work are the absolute worst yeah. about dealing with mental health. And oftentimes, like with police and military, those are the people who have to talk about it the most because oftentimes, by the nature of their job, they have the most struggle with mental health issues. And it's it's truly a, because we've made landmark strides in um, our awareness and openness and, and erasing the taboo of mental health in this country overall. But still, like you said, there are these pockets where it's just it's not OK. And that, that old kind of John Wayne ethic of yep. like, walk it off. It doesn't apply to depression and addiction and all this kind of stuff. So, but uh, this guy is a, a walking testament to um, appreciating life while you have it, and then also how he speaks about dealing with mental health. It's it's a really beautiful story. That show uh, E60 is on ESPN. Yep. Yeah, and you can uh, and they're ac- great. You can access this uh, at, at ESPN Plus and also ESPN.com too. Uh, our next great news story is coming from Tampa, Florida. Mm-hmm. Of course, there is a seven-year-old named Elias Quezada. Okay. And he thought, you know what would be fun? Climbing in a trash can. Okay. Seven-year-old boy stuff. Sure. I would have done it. You would have done it. Absolutely. Um, He didn't know that the uh, garbage truck was coming on that day. Oh, no. Watch this. Tyrone. Are you going trick-or-treating? No, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy about that. That's not the story, though. No, but wait. Okay. <laughs> That's not the video for my story, but I, I would like to see that video again. Um, guy in trash can, you deserve that. Agreed. Thank you. Agreed. Go ahead. Can you play that again? Or no. Tyrone. Are you going trick-or-treating? No, probably. 
<laughs> Boom! <laughs> it's just a natural. Bat, he ended that guy too. I sure hope that was like a young boy and it wasn't some like petite woman. <laughs> Like one a of the teen woman's not going to hide in a trash can. Well, and maybe one women of his are teachers, smarter. one of his teachers. Th oh, you're right. Women are smarter. Women but. are smarter. Ugh. All right. Back to Tampa, Florida. Uh, the kid gets in a trash can. Time out. Please. But for the end of the show, I don't, I don't want to take any more away from this story. Cause I do think it's, it's a beautiful story, but by the end of the show, can you find Deontay Wilder crushing a human's face because Mexican sports anchors are in, are ri ridiculous. I'll, that's all I'll say. Just please find that. Go ahead. Okay. Here's the video of the little kid. Well, every parent knows. You take your eyes off your child for even a second, and this could happen. Fortunately, this child was found hiding in the garbage, but he was spared a much worse fate. Fox 13's Ken Suarez joins us with the story and the sanitation worker who rescued that seven-year-old. This is an unbelievable story, Ken. You know, it is, but you know about kids. They will hide any place, any time, including the seven-year-old who lives in a house back there on Neving Street in Tampa. As you said, he hid in a garbage can, and it's amazing that he's still here to talk about it. Elias Quezada has an incredibly inquisitive mind. On Tuesday afternoon, he wondered what it would be like inside a garbage can, so he scampered in. Moments later, the garbage truck arrived. Elias's grandma, who was in the house, heard screams for help. I saw that uh, the that Elia was on the, the, the wheels. That he had gotten hit? The, yes, that he had gotten had him, uh, being hit or something. Nope. The truck's arm had picked up the can with Elias still inside and dumped it into the back. Oh. Were you scared? Yes. Because I felt like I was going to be a mashed potato. <laughs> the only reason why Elias was not killed is because the driver, Waldo Fidel, checked his surveillance camera in the cab and with lightning speed hit the stop button to stop a deadly blade. He saved a life. What do you think? I think Waldo's a hero. He's still a little shaken. The bad day for me. But their reunion a little while ago was nothing but smiles. It seems like Elias has learned his lesson. Well, maybe. Unless it's like a tiny cat trash can that's inside the house, yes. then it might be fine. But never again <laughs> yes. in one like this. Now, Waste Connections, which picks up the garbage in Hillsborough County, tells me that all the drivers are trained every single time, with no exception, to look at that camera before they activate anything. And thank goodness, in this case, he actually did. Yeah, you would never think that something like that would happen, and yet it did, right? <laughs> That's what it's for. Thanks, Ken. Yeah. By the way, um, it would be really easy to not look at that. Yeah. And they do house after house after house after. I mean, it's a miracle that that guy glanced at it and saw the kid, heard the kid. The kid's the best part, too. Oh. I thought I'd be a mashed potato. <laughs> I love that kid. It's awesome. And he's not done with trash cans yet. He's just identifying which ones are safer to get in. <clears throat> yeah. No, I'm, maybe one in the house. I mean, <laughs> like for a small little part of the room. Um, <laughs> thank you so much, Stephen Jacob Schwartz. Because he provided me a story, Kevin, that truly is great news. Okay. It's great news for people with penises everywhere. Kevin, you have had COVID-19 twice. I had it twice, So you understand yes. the struggle. Okay. Of? COVID. Okay. And you understand that we should really stop at nothing to prevent people from contracting it 
and spreading it. Right. Agreed. And that's why I think it's very important for this vegan bodybuilder and nutritionist to spread her word about how to prevent COVID and how to take care of yourself during the COVID-19 season. Check this out. What? Pause. Wait, what? What did that say? What was that? Go ahead and tell them what it said. Did that say fighting COVID by with semen? It sure did. Fighting the coronavirus with With semen. semen. Here we go. You're very happy right now. Whilst the world is experiencing a stockpiling frenzy of toilet tissue, cleaning products and hand sanitizers with supermarkets and stores selling out and online retailers stocking products for as much as £500 for extortionate prices, knowing that people are so desperate to get their hands on them. I have found a free and alternative method. That is to stockpile semen. For more, visit. Like every piece of fresh produce, the sooner you consume it, the better the nutritional and health benefits will be. Consuming semen as close to production as possible is when you are going to get the most benefits from it. That's right. However, if you are looking to have this at a later time, you can store it in the fridge for 24 hours. For long-term suitable storage, I would recommend freezing semen in ice cube trays. The average quantity of semen produced is around a teaspoon at a time, so it fits perfectly into an ice cube portion. This can be added to cold drinks, smoothies if you wish to disguise the taste, or even consumed as an ice cube, much like you would an ice lolly. When frozen, semen loses its viscosity and texture. It's no longer white and thick, but becomes watery and clear. As long as you have stored it safely, either in the fridge for 24 hours or the freezer thereafter, it is safe for consumption. Right. All right, hold up, Seeing hold up, hold up. Mom, don't eat the ice. <laughs> right? You have, you have a guest at the house. Do not have ice. You have to trust me on this. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But sometimes, for some people, if it's mother-in-law, you're like, hey, you want an ice yeah. cube? Uh, okay, go ahead. Wait, by the way, time out, time out. She's vegan friendly. Uh, last time I checked, came from a mammal. Sure, there's that. Okay, you cannot tell me that milk is not vegan, but that is? How is that? It comes from an animal. It's an animal product. I can't help you with that one. All right. I'm just, I'm just I support it. Animal produce in this. This is suitable for vegans. Each portion of semen, a teaspoon at a time, contains over 200 vitamins and minerals. 200, Which help Kevin. to boost the body's natural immune system. No, boost the natural it immune system. It is nature's very own multivitamin for free. It's also a natural antidepressant, helps to relax you and helps you to sleep better at night. Studies in the Netherlands helps me have think also better found at night. That mothers who consume semen whilst pregnant have a higher immune system and their babies are healthier. This is something that we can all stockpile at home, especially during quarantine. I would recommend either seeking your partner or a male associate a healthy, active lifestyle. A male associate, healthy, active may not be to everybody's taste. So if you find this is too big a step to take, then other things that you can consume to boost your immune system include citrus fruits, such as grapefruit, oranges, tangerines, lemons, limes, and clementines, red bell peppers, broccoli, garlic, ginger, spinach, almonds, turmeric, green tea, papaya, kiwi, and sunflower seeds. 
So how can we keep ourselves safe and practice? Safe oh, is she still talking Top about this? Tips include showering. Okay, stop. Daily. I don't care about what she has to say <laughs> after this. <clears throat> I went to her website. Of course you did. Surprising. Either she's the most committed performer. She's funny. Ever. Yeah. Or this is real. Well, we're going to have to do a little research. And I'm saying... You're the guy to research it. I'm a giver. Right. I'm a giver for you out there. Man, woman, I don't care. I know that I'm a young, healthy, active guy. I mean, relatively young, I guess. <laughs> but I'm healthy and active. And if I can do my part, Kevin, to stop the giver. spread... You're a giver. I'll do it. Thank you. Having said that... Yeah. Having COVID s- sucks. I, I, so I bet. If, if that would help, I'm in. And I'm, I'm willing to donate. That's all. Let's talk about Billy Adams. Is a guy in he's Washington. Good. He's a guy in Washington, D.C., and he's known as the garbage guy. He's the garbage guy. He was a guy who uh, went on vacation to Hawaii and was going to do a zip line, and they weigh you before you go on the zip line. Okay. And he was a huge dude, and the girls who weighed him looked at each other like no way right and he said really i'm that bad and he was he had gained a lot of weight okay so he's on this crazy exercise plan and he's got a pretty solid diet and he walks 12 miles all around washington dc every day twice so he leaves his house and he brings a trash bag with him okay the dude picks up every piece of trash that he comes across. He walks all the way around Washington, D.C. If Dude. there's a cup lying on the sidewalk or whatever trash there is, he picks it up and puts it in that bag. Trash man. Look at him. Like, that's a little too much. <laughs> well, hey, that's my property, dude. Yes. Hey, get out of my front yard. Um, that's beautiful because, uh, especially in urban areas like Washington, D.C., it, it is unnerving how much stuff and i don't think it's litter I, uh, oftentimes i think it's just life well, it's the both. Hum- it can be but i think like the human life cycle just stuff ends up what's out in the he street. doing in the forest doing that like that's a little weird he's doing his part kevin he's, he's doing making, more than his part he's making earth more beautiful and he's getting healthy how many times have we just looked at it and went well that sucks and walked by i have but i've also i've I'm a guy who, if I walk by... Are you by, a garbage man? I'm not a garbage man. I don't devote Sorry, my garbage life to... garbage guy. I'm not a garbage guy. What I will do, though, is if I see, like, egregious litter, I will, I will pick it up. Look at you. If you're, I'm not going to, like, go eat or something. You know, if I'm... I, if a I'm part in a of way. the solution, not a part of the problem. Well, mm-hmm, Look at that. Yeah. For this story. So, the guy walks around 12 miles and picks up trash every... 12 miles? Yes. yes. Dude. Every Come on away. now. Now, hold on. Okay. Before you applaud. He's in ISIS. He ends up with two bags of trash. <laughs> That's my point. That's my point is. Okay. Either. Wait, well, then maybe we're just pessimistic because I believe there's probably more than two bags worth that of trash in Washington, point, D.C. Right? But maybe we're all collectively doing better now and there isn't that much. Don't trash. be ridiculous. I, all right. Sorry. <laughs> I hate to be Pollyannish about it, but... But the dude is cleaning up, yeah, and, and that's a good dude right there. He's a garbage trash man! Garbage guy. 
Garbage guy. Not even trash or can't, man. Do you, uh, it, w- it would be worth it for me if I was garbage guy. If just every once in a while people drove by, they're like garbage guy. I was like, that's right, buddy. <laughs> um, I like Waffle House. Same. Are you a Waffle House fan? Yep. Uh, one of my favorite parts about visiting the South is that I get to engage in Waffle House. They don't have that out here. Uh, and I do think that um, the Waffle House, something about it, because I think it is so ubiquitous. There's so many of them uh, that you, there's a certain level of comfort there. But there does seem to be more of a quaint, folksy um, environment there. Yeah, sort yeah. of old, old school. Yeah, you just kinda. feel like people are nice to you. It feels like they're for a, for a, um, consumer friendly restaurant. The, the interaction with the uh, customer service there seems to be elevated in my opinion. Maybe it's just my experience. Um, this is a beautiful story. I thought about a waffle house waitress, a very young waffle house waitress who did something kind of simple, but was very beautiful. And it really, um, it really snowballed into a a life changing thing for her and the, the man that she helped check it out. Things move fast during the breakfast rush at this Lamarck, Texas Waffle House. You gotta move fast. You have to. I mean, but you gotta keep your pace. You need more coffee? But for one brief moment, waitress Avani Nini Williams slowed down. A man eating at the counter needed help cutting his ham. Another customer snapped this picture. What did he ask you? He's like, my hands not working, so good. I just got at the hospital for it. And you could tell, you could tell. It was very, very shaky. The picture went viral. An older man, an oxygen tank visible between his legs, sitting at the counter, an 18-year-old Nini cutting the man's food. Laura Wolf took the picture. A picture's worth a thousand words. Right. What's one word for that picture? Um, kindness. When did you know people were talking about you? Later that day. How? Facebook. What can I do for you? 78-year-old Adrian Charpentier is the elderly man she helped. I felt great. Hey, she done it for me. Very thankful. The mayor of Lamarck was also thankful when he saw the picture. Ebony Nene Williams Day. And proclaimed March 8th Ebony Nene Williams Day, <laughs> making this 18-year-old emotional. A day meant that to me, you wouldn't cry? What'd you do on your day? Work. <laughs> How does her boss biggest... not give her off on her own day? Don't you demand that? Yes. Yeah. Excuse you me. You don't even demand it. Um, it should be offered. It's it's my day here in Lamar, Texas, right. sir. Yeah. The prize came from Texas Southern University, which gave her a sixteen thousand dollars scholarship. She plans to study business management, but this teenager has already shown she knows how to take care of customers. Something so simple. Wow. But it made a big impact on, on that man. And then also, it, like I said, it really snowballed into something beautiful for her. And uh, she has her own day. I love that. I believe you have your own day. You and Bean, right? Don't you have your own day? Or you, know, you have the key to the city in Las Vegas. Yeah, worthless. A key fits nothing. It's still pretty cool. All right. Especially Vegas. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're gonna just, you can throw some weight around. Yeah, no. Okay. That's the thing. You can't throw any weight she around. She has her day. <laughs> yes. In Lamar, Texas. And, and uh, she deserves she, it. She got a scholarship, man. 16 grand. I thought that was beautiful. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, if you like um, Great News with Kevin and Mike, please subscribe. We are brought to you by Cummings Chevrolet. <laughs> <laughs> Our new sponsor. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Wait, oh, I'm so glad you found okay. this. Okay. So. Sorry, we forgot. Deontay Wilder. Largely considered. Honestly, 
largely considered the heaviest hitter in professional boxing right now. Which one is he? He is he's the darker, wirier guy. He's okay. he's he's uh, not a huge. He's kind of wiry built, but he he is considered not only the hardest puncher in boxing today. He might be one of the hardest punchers in the history of heavyweight boxing. Okay, this wow. is a he is a destructo. He is his for, the way he knocks people out is almost like video games. You go well. That's how how the he is on Mexican ESPN. Okay. Okay. And there is a... Is our weather person no, doing I, any I of No, I really wish Yannette Garcia worked there. I wish Yannette <laughs> Garcia worked everywhere in Mexico. She just was like president. Uh, she was the head of a banking system. Um, he's, she, he's on Mexican ESPN to promote an upcoming fight. They thought it would be hysterical to bring out a guy in a burrito costume. Okay? Because there is this language barrier. Right. And then they go, hit this man. What do you mean hit this man? Why? Punt. You're a professional boxer. It, wouldn't it be funny? But it's not a boxing match. I, and he's bare knuckle. In, and he's like, well, no, that's, I'm not going to hit. And they're like, no, 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 it'll be funny. And now he doesn't speak Spanish. So he's like, uh, any reasonable human being, he's like, well, there's not a person in there because they would never that would ask be me. Stupid. That would be mur- attempted murder. There is a young man in there. This is real. Watch. This happened. Can you sh- show the clip? It's, it's preposterous. Oh, after the... Okay, what? This is Deontay Wilder punching professional boxers, okay? Oh, good night. Have, wow. have a nice nap. Have a nice nap. Boom. He just wow. catches him with short ones, and, and these are heavyweight boxers, and he has gloves on. 16-ounce gloves? Like the uh, big ones? 12 ounce. 12 ounce? This one's nuts. Get, get. All right. He's like, he's not even respecting. Oh, was, was that a jab? Sweet right foot. Guy gets up and he's like, what? You want more? Oh, oh man. I mean, he's a head trauma Wait, machine. Wait, this is the guy? Okay. Keep going. Oh, yeah. Punch the burrito? And you're saying, I, I still don't believe it. I know you've told me this story, Mike, but there's no way professional, normal adults would allow him to punch another human with bare knuckles. How long is this, would you guess? <laughs> I would like to watch heavyweight champ oh, Deontay Wilder endanger the life so, of an ESPN employee. This kind of made the rounds, but I honestly don't think enough people, and I don't think people... So there's a kid in there. Boom! Okay. He goes full force. Play, play the aftermath. The guy's legs start like, look, saying. look. That, I mean, this Whatever is. Whatever they were saying in Spanish, it got translated to English as "deck that guy oh as hard as God. possible." That was the eyeball departing the costume, and of course, the internet bow. This went viral. People claimed. Look, that they're still having fun with it. Like, oh, he's down for the count, my friend. One, two, three. <laughs> on Instagram. It shattered his face. Oh my so God. But we have an update because he is an ESPN employee. And I am glad to announce that that man is dead. I'm just kidding. No, he's fine. He's fine. He's not fine. He's an ESPN researcher whose name, in fact, is Tony Romo. All right. Now, His name's Tony Romo. Now, I would, I would like to say that the world would have. He's not fine. I mean, he did live. But yeah. he had serious injuries. And Deontay Wilder foot the bill. And he was very upset. At ESPN in Mexico, he should have as been. well. He should have been, but I, 
I know that's not great Although news. Although he didn't have... Yeah, why are you bringing this up? Because Although he didn't um, have to load up. He, 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 he makes the argument, and I do think it's a reasonable one. He said, there's no possibility this is a living, breathing human being. There's just no way. And he doesn't speak Spanish, so he was like, oh, you keep telling me to hit... Okay, well, here we go. Wow. There you go. I, the only reason I brought that up is because of the guy who punched the dude in the trash can. I was like, you ever see... Because I, I can't get enough of that story. It makes me, I, I just, it's one of those things where I, no matter how many times I watch it, I can't believe it's real. Yeah, that's crazy. Thank you. Outro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Here we go. Are you You're going to punch a man in a no. trash can trying to scare you. You should have done it. That's what you should do. It's great news. <laughs> Kevin and Mike are here to give you great news. Nice. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.